This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. I got Nerev Shabbos. Hope everyone is well. Hope everyone had a uh, beautiful Yom Tov of Pesach. As we return to our regular schedule, this week's parsha, parsha's Achrimois. There's a pasuk there that we all know of, and it's very popular and has a major halachic ramifications. But perhaps there's another lesson that is often overlooked from this pasuk. I'm referring to Perik Yudches pasuk. Hey, the Torah tells us the following: You should guard. My decrees, my laws, that a man will do and live by them. So we all know the famous comment from Chazal recorded in the Gemara. It's brought down the means that we have an obligation to stay alive, that we have an obligation to live. And therefore, the Gemara tells us that we do not risk our life for mitzvahs. We have an obligation to stay safe and to live. And to do all that we can to guard life. And that's why if someone is sick on Yom Kippur, they eat. And if someone is very sick and they need to eat non-kosher food, they eat non-kosher food. Because the most important thing is life. And we try to preserve and to help life continue as long as it possibly can. And the truth is this mitzvah really became very relevant in our lives when COVID broke. And we were really having to do things or not do things just to keep ourselves safe and to make sure we don't get sick and you know, catch things that were going around. So we're familiar with the idea that we have an obligation to do all that we could to preserve life, which in itself is a lesson to show how, we, how much the Torah values life, the importance of life, that we'll do anything and everything to violate in order to ensure that a person can live even for a few more moments, a few more days. That's the essence of life. But the Chassam Seifer and, and the Ger Rebbe's both have a slightly different uh, outlook on this Pasuk. And they read the Pasuk like this. What is the purpose of life? A million dollar question. What is the purpose of life? So the Pasuk tells us that the purpose of life is keeping my chukim and my mishpatim. The chaybahem. That's life. You know what real living is? Real living is not for the mundane, physical world that we live in today. Real living is for keeping Torah mitzvahs. If a person wants to have a substantive life, they want to find meaning in their life, they want to find purpose in their life, following the Torah and the mitzvahs will make you a happy person. It will give you life. That's what you live for. So many people don't know why they wake up in the morning. What are they living for? Because the new iPhone is going to come out. That's what's going to give them chiyas. You know, the new season in sports, that's what's going to give them chiyas. These things are very fleeing pleasures. Terry was saying, if you want to have a real life, you want to know what you're really living for, you want to know why you wake up in the morning, and why do you do what you do, it's the life that you're living is, that's real life. That's being alive. Many people are alive physically, but they're not alive inside. You know, they're, they're, they're what we call the walking dead. Sadly, inside there's nothing there. They don't have meaning, they don't have purpose. But a Jew has Torah mitzvahs to guide him, to educate him. He has a purpose in life. He feels meaningful. He feels productive. I saw an interview with a non-religious Jew. A kid went off the derech. And it bothered me. He said, ah, so this is freedom. I could sit on the beach whenever I want and enjoy the sand. Ah, this is what this world is for. And of course, he's not seeing the big picture. At that moment, he thinks that's what life is for. But as hopefully he'll come back to Yiddishkeit and he'll realize that's a very fleeing moment. The freedom of doing what you want. That's not going to give you happiness. 
real happiness when a person has a structured lifestyle where he knows what he's doing and he knows that he has a purpose and he knows what he's accomplishing and he knows where his goal is he knows what his out his outlook is that gives a person life but besides that we know that the Torah and mitzvahs are there to give us life to help us live better in this world every mitzvah that we do is somehow making us have a more meaningful and more enjoyable life came across an amazing story about an Israeli, a non-religious Israeli in Eretz Yisrael, who ended up getting stuck for Shabbos with a religious family. And he was motivated. He was motivated. He saw Shabbos, he saw what does it mean to be religious, and he wanted to take something back. But he also knew he was going back to non-religious friends and family. He's not going to be able to become, you know, 100% charedi, so he wanted to take one small thing. And he said he's going to take one small halacha. And the halacha he decided to take was, you know, when we... We get dressed in the morning. We're supposed to first put on our right shoe. Then you put on the left shoe. Then you tie the left and then you tie the right. Something which seems so insignificant. But to this fellow, this was his Judaism at the time. So he accepted upon himself this new anhaga, how to conduct himself. And he was very happy. And he was a soldier. He was in the Sahal. And one morning when he was in the training, they told him that uh, we had to rush the soldiers out in the morning. And he didn't like the way he put on his shoes, not following halach. And it bothered him immensely, that he didn't follow this halacha about how to put on his shoes. And he begged the, the commander to be able to go back to his room so he could take off his shoes and do it again. And he made up an excuse that he has a migraine, he has a headache, he needs to go get a Tylenol, whatever the story was. He got to go back to his bunk and redo his shoes. And he was so happy. But what, it, what ended up happening, because he went back to his bunk, he missed the, the helicopter where the soldiers were getting on. And they found out later that that helicopter crashed with another Israeli helicopter, and many, many people died. And he was saved. He survived. And he felt that he was saved because of this mitzvah. Mitzvahs teach us how to live life, and they protect us, they guide us, they're there to show us how to live life. There's another message in this week's parasha, which I think is very connected to this idea. The Torah tells us that there's a violation to give your child to moilach. Moilich is a, a very hard avodah to understand, where you basically pass your child through fire, and you offer your child, literally as, as an avodah to some avodah with through burning fire, and sometimes the children even die in the process. So to any, any, any coherent parent, it would sound such a foreign, so uh, antithesis of parenthood. But Ramban comments on the Pasuk, and he says... And when a person does that, if a person is so bad that he does moilich, besides for the fact that he worshipped a Zorah, he was mechal Hashem. He created a chal Hashem. And the Rabban explains, what's the chal Hashem? Because this guy, when it comes to serving Hashem, he only gives animals, he gives karbanas. But when it comes to serving moilich, this Avedizar, he gives his child. So therefore, writes the Rabban, it's a chal Hashem on top of regular Avedizar. Because you're showing the world that you value Hashem less than you do the Avedizar. To Hashem, you'll only give your animal. I'm not giving my son. Oh, that way desire, I'll give my child. Says Reb David Kviyat in his Sefer Sukkah's David that although today we don't have Moilech, Baruch Hashem, but sometimes we can fall into the similar trap. What is our priorities? Are we prioritizing things of spirituality? Or perhaps we're doing the same type of Chil Hashem. When it comes to Hashem, I'm not, I'm not willing to give Hashem my best. I'm not willing to go beyond the comfort zone for Hashem. For other things, I'll do it. I'll spend money on the vacation. I'll spend money on the car. But when I'm asked to spend money on mitzvahs, when I'm asked to give stock, I tell Hashem, no, nah, I'm not interested. That's also a chal Hashem. So we have to be so careful in the decisions that we make for ourselves and for our families, for our children. We have to make sure we're making decisions that don't reflect that our priorities are out of whack, so to say. We don't have the right values of what's important and what's not important. And these are the things that we need to educate our children with.
We need to educate our children what is important and what is not important, what's valuable, what's not valuable. You know, we're getting to the end of the month of Nisan, where Moshe Feinstein is recorded as saying that he used to cry when he got to Rosh ear, because Chazal tells Ben Nisan Masidim Legal, the Gul is supposed to happen in Nisan, and Nisan passed. So Baruch Hashem, we have a few more days until we get to Nisan. But are we infusing in our homes with those around us the, the, the desire for Mashiach to come? Are we mentioning that it's Nisan and it's, a, it's an Ace Ratzin for Gula or just like, you know, moving on with life back to normal? So if we're not going to show the proper priorities, then no one's going to know the proper priorities. It's our responsibility as parents, as, as those are mashpi on those around us. Those people we come in contact with, those people we talk to, we have the opportunity and the ability to express to them and to show them what we value. Our children will learn values from what we value. They'll see what we give chashivas to. They'll see what we emphasize, and they will do the same. Let's be so careful what we value. Remind ourselves, what is life all about? What are we living for? Right? What, what, what excites us? What gets us moving? Is it spirituality, or is it uh, gashmias? And then we, that's exactly what moilich is. We have to make sure we're making the statement, the comment to ourselves, to the world, and to our children of what's really valuable and what's not valuable. Hashem, we should be zeichet to take the lesson from this week's parsha to realize and to internalize what's important. What's life all about? What are we living for? What's v'chayi behem? What's pulsing through our veins? And make sure we give that over to those around us, those that we have ashpa'an. Mr. Shem, we should be zeichet with the few days that are remaining. few days that we have left, we should see benisim asidim li'gal, we should be zeichet to see the ge'ula shleima b'mher b'yameinu. Have a wonderful Shabbos.